Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Tales from Helheim. Sorry for any background noise as I am doing this at work. I tried recording last night, but, you know, had some equipment issues, i.e. the batteries were just draining and not holding up. So, that's where we're at. But we are going to go old school today and kind of go with the story. So this takes place when I was young, like elementary school young. I lived in a beautiful state called Colorado. And at the time, I very much enjoyed the people there, the friends I had, and it was never a dull moment. So one day, I'm across the street at my friend's house. They were neighbors, but the kids were good friends of mine. It was a brother and a sister. And... It's, uh, it's getting real stormy. Lots of thunder, lots of lightning. And we decide, ooh, alright, this is the perfect time to play hide and seek and see what happens. So, we start playing hide and seek. And I remember being the first to count. So I get... You know, I count, I go, I look, and after doing the hunting and seeking, of course, my turn ends. And then I become the person to hide. Now, after my second time of being the seeker, we go to hide and the power goes out. And we're like, oh God, that's that's kind of creepy, you know. Right when we decide to do this stuff and go a little bit further, it just cuts on out. So, next thing we do is I end up hiding. So I do my thing, I hide, and while I'm hiding, there's insanely bright lightning strikes. And, you know, I'm I'm looking for where I'm going to hide, and I go up. To me, it seemed like at that time it could have been a couple stairs but I'm assuming now that I'm, you know, bigger, it would have just been one stair up to like this second living room or sitting area. Well, there's a big wooden chair to sit behind and I'm like, huh, okay, this, this might be nice. It's by uh, one of those bear skin or bear rugs where it still has the head of the bear on it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to move behind it, which is by the head of the bear. And I lay down there. Because if I lay down, I'm covered also by a table that's right behind it and some other stuff. So I figure, hey, it'll, it'll work out well. So I end up, you know, hiding there and waiting. And while that's happening, like I said, power goes out and things start to get a little weird. So I don't, I don't hear, I believe it was the sister's turn. I don't hear her looking anymore. And thinking about it and I'm like, wait, this is, this is kind of weird. You know, there's, there's got to be something. So... I don't hear anything. 
And then I think, oh, well, they're just probably in the other side of the house or upstairs and I'm not going to hear them from here. But then I start hearing this weird noise. And that weird noise ends up being not quite a, a growl, not quite, you know, a roar, but it's kind of in between. And it's really weird, and I end up looking, and I look at the bear, and the head of the bear on the bearskin rug is moving. And it's like, it's moving around, and I see it's like mouth moving, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't, I don't get it, so... I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on and I'm just scared. I don't know what is going on. I don't know why this, you know, dead bear rug. I don't even know if it's a real bear head or fake or any of that stuff. I'm just a kid, but I hear that stuff going off. And so I said, see a moving, not, not a lot but like the mouth moves a little bit and the eyes in there I can see move and I'm just getting more and more freaked out trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Then eventually it stops and you know, the power's still off and that stops. So I go ahead and, you know, get up and I just run because again, I don't know what the hell is going on but I know something weird is going on and I end up running and you know they're they're looking for me it's both of them she had found her brother but she didn't find me so I tell them you know what happened and they tell me they've heard weird noises from that room at night but they've never went in there by themselves or they've never you know, went in there after dark. So I don't know. I don't know if just something was off about that thing. Maybe it was, I don't know, owned by someone not so good. But I don't know. I'm just, I just remember that it was a, a very, very creepy experience. So needless to say, after that, I never went back in that room. I also had interesting nightmares there a couple times, but that'll be a whole other story. Now, the next story I have is one about, it was my sister's house back in the day again when I was young. And I don't remember if I've told this story, but we're sitting in the house. It was a trailer at a trailer park. And we were all just kind of relaxing, you know, minding our own business, just having kind of a layback weekend or day, whatever it was. It was a very long time ago, so hard to remember what specifically it was. But we're all sitting. It was my two sisters and myself. And we're all sitting in my older sister, whose house it was, her bed. And I remember hearing what sounded like a lot of people outside. 
kind of running or like stomping and we're like what what is that and we open the door and again you can take this as a an extremely vivid dream or what we saw because i mean the the sheer panic like i i didn't fall asleep at any point it was midday and that's the other trippy part is it's midday and we look outside the window and there's some skeletons marching around and again i know this sounds crazy but this place they had found as you know my co-host has stated how they found some ritualistic things well there was some found there so we see that and then we hear like all this noise in the kitchen and this crashing and banging and I don't know how to describe it, just like cupboards and dishes and all that just being slammed and thrown. So we end up carefully, slowly walking to the kitchen. I remember it was my oldest sister, my other sister, and myself. And I'm following behind them. And all of a sudden, out of the kitchen comes what looks like a witch. And she's like spinning around the the ceiling fan in the living room. And it was just like, what what is going on? So we're freaking out. We kind of run back into the safety of the room. And wait a minute. And we go back out and look. And in the kitchen, that same thing that we saw is there. And that is the reason that the dishes and all that are being thrown. It's that thing throwing dishes, slamming cupboards. And we don't know what the hell again was going on. We just see those two things going on. We don't know what to do. So we kind of start freaking out. And, you know, we go in the room, put the covers on our head. My sister starts praying and... I'm still young, so I'm just sitting there, you know, kind of unsure what to do. So I'm just humming and making noise so I don't have to hear anything. And eventually it it goes away. So that's, that's that story. And the last story I have that I can remember is actually from my mom when she was younger. So she she had her own house here in town. It was just hers. She's the only one that had a key for it. You know, she was just the only one that lived there. So she ends up inviting some friends over and they decide, "Oh, hey, let's uh let's mess around with a Ouija board." So they start they spend a couple hours you know asking it questions and before they get off they're asking if you know they're just asking kind of if they know the future or if anything's going to happen to any of them for playing well it says that someone is going to die it doesn't say who it just says that one of them is going to die now 
they end up, you know, finishing playing with the Ouija board, closing it out, and they say goodbye to each other. The friends that my mom had ended up leaving. Well, she ends up getting a call, and that call is saying that her friend who had a motorcycle had gotten in an accident and passed away. So now here's where it gets weird. After that, she doesn't want to play with the Ouija board anymore. So on two separate occasions, she throws it away. The first time, she throws it away in the dumpster. You know, just doesn't put it in anything, throws it away. Later that day, she finds it back in her house. And again, she's the only one with a key, but it appeared back in her house, in the closet that it had been in. So she gets it, she puts it in a bag and throws it away further away this time. And the same thing happens. So finally, she breaks it into pieces and burns it. And at that point, she never sees it again. But it's already done the damage. And who knows if she allowed anything into that house. Or if maybe she's being followed by something. It's hard to say. Because my parents' current house is haunted. And I've experienced a lot of weird shit there. So it is hard to say. But those are some personal stories of mine. I know they're short and I'm sorry. I've given you all my best ones. Next week, I believe we're going to be having an episode on the occult and possession. So look forward to that. Thank you again for all the support. We appreciate you all and we'll see you on the next episode.